here, guys. It's us again. <laughs> Awkwardly looking at each other in my bedroom. I know, with microphones and headphones. We are very official. I know. It's so weird, though, like doing this because it's like we're a little bit far apart, too. I know. And it's always just like, We might oh. need to sit at a table or something in the future. I was thinking about redoing my, I was thinking about flopping my bedroom and my office so I'd have a bigger office because I'm tired of sharing a wall with a stranger. Um, so that's where I'm at in life. Oh, can yeah. you hear things? I can hear, not like, not like hubba hubba things, <laughs> but sometimes I hear like, there's a couple people that like to fight. Like the other night, I think my neighbor, he was fighting with his significant other for must've been like three or four hours. And I'm like, I, I never get yelled at. You know what I mean? Like it, at any point of my life. Yeah. So I can't imagine just having somebody like berate me for an hour. Could you then, hear what they were saying? No, Um. I didn't. I didn't want to intrude too much. I'm very tempted to get like a stethoscope to be able to put up to the wall. But I'm like, I'm not going to go there. But then like my I have a downstairs neighbor and they always yelling. But thankfully, Jamie came up the stairs today and I was just like, Jamie, they're moving. And I was so excited. Yeah. Well, I didn't know if somebody was moving out or moving in uh, until I got closer because their yeah. U-Haul was taking up three parking spots. I know. I was like, why are you parked that way? Anyway, but I'm so excited. I was already praying that like the next person that moves in is some hot single dad, like, you know, divorced yes. few years out. So not having the baggage. We meet in the hall one day and it's just super cute. He has a dog. I have a cat. I like this life. fantasy. Yeah. I'm just, and then we can just keep our separate apartments and get married. <laughs> And that then we'll move into perfect. a duplex. And then you can be like, <laughs> like go down to his house. Yes. You can come up to your house. You can eat dinner. Well, you can I'm, like have lovey time. And then you can be like, bye. I'm very into Bridgerton right now. And I just started reading the series. And uh -huh. the big thing is, is that these, you know, these people, they would have like separate living quarters. I mean, this is for the ultra rich, but it's like she would have her quarters and he would have his quarters. I understand like, this. And I'm just like, yeah, it's kind of like what you're talking about in Costa Rica. It's like, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm happy right it's, now in my own so bed. I just, I'm not, <laughs> Sorry, I mean, it's not that you don't want to like hang out with somebody or like, no. you know, get it on and then have a snuggle. But like some nights it's just like, I just want to be by myself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I can see that. that. I've been married for 18 years and I would be okay. It's so funny. My grandparents had separate bedrooms. Mm hmm. And I remember as a child thinking that was odd. Mm -hmm. And now I don't think it's quite so odd. Yeah, I'm like, that's you why know they what? lasted. One of, I, right. <laughs> and I'm like, one of them probably snored. Yeah. Super loud. And they just needed some space well, so they could actually sleep. It's also, too, it's like passing gas. Nobody wants to talk about it. But sometimes, <laughs> you know, you just got to let one fly. And it's like you want to Dutch oven someone and. You know, the, yeah. I think that's like the hardest, most awkward thing when you're first like hanging out with somebody and whatever. And oh. just like the bodily functions that are very normal, but they're just yeah. also a little awkward to be like, hey, um, I just ate some Taco Bell and yeah. I need to go destroy the bathroom. <laughs> so I'm going to need you to put some music on because I can't have you sitting in my house quietly thinking that you're listening to me. You right. know, like, totally. Well, have you seen have you do? Did you see that little uh, video called Breaking the Barrier? Break I the don't think so. Okay. What is that? Oh my gosh. It's what it's about. It's about breaking the barrier of farting in front of each other, mm -hmm. a, a couple. Yeah. And so they have this conversation about it and and then the girl just like Let's takes it, it, 
to the next level, to the next oh. level, to the next level, to the point where the guy's like, oh my gosh. Stop. And she's like, at the yeah. end, she's like, I'm shitting my pants right now. Oh and my gosh. Like, no. <laughs> I mean, it was, you know, it was yeah, yeah, for it comedy, was, but it was really but funny people though. that do that. They like leave the door open and they're like, I'm going to brush my teeth while you're taking a dump. I'm sorry. No, uh, no, no, no. Mm-mm. Even like, I'm not, anyway, I'm not a fan of like, hey, I got a pee. You want to watch? Yeah. No. <laughs> That's not my thing. But if it's your thing, there's no shame in that game. I'm just saying it's not for me. Like, anyway, you're learning so much about us right now. I know. I am learning so much about you. Well. And revealing things about myself. I love it. Well, and that's today. That's what we do today. We are revealing ourselves. We found some super interesting questions. Uh And, um, well, we meaning Beth. Yes, I haven't seen any of these, so I have no idea what to I found a bunch of questions on like one of those question websites where you're like, oh, 20 questions to ask your bestie. So I found a bunch of questions and I, I actually printed them on a printer and cut them out. And I folded them, I put them into jars and we're going to reach out and we're going to just ask each other random questions. Mm-hmm. I took out all the super scandalous ones just because you never know. <laughs> That's not like you. I know. But like some of them, are like, I don't, you know, some of my coworkers listen to this podcast yeah. and some of my old youth group members. So it's just like... I don't need them to know all my business. Yeah, that's Just true. Half of it. These are really super cute little jars. So these jars are actually the um, Yo Play yogurt brand Olay or whatever. They're like the what? Yes. Are you kidding me? I they can't remember what glass it's really jars? called. They come in glass jars. So I started getting them because I'm like, I'm not what doing kind of plastic. Lid is it? It's a foil lid. And so it's like completely recyclable. So you get these little. So cute. And you could also use this as like a little candle holder. There's so many uses. You actually can buy little toppers to like make these into like um, like jars with lids that you can buy that are super cute. So I'm obsessed. But the problem is, is that I was like really into this yogurt for a minute. So I had like 30 of of these. (laughs) And then I felt guilty recycling. I'm like, you're not. It's a it's a jar. But I'm like, it's so cute and little. Like, I need yeah. to use it. So I use these for pencil cups for uh-huh. like. I'll take some if you still have some. Oh, I do. I'll give you some because they go work for a sh- uh, charcuterie board, whatever. Like, Right. I, I could know. see some olives yeah, in I mean, here, for example. Also, just classes up things like, mm-hmm. I don't know, mm-hmm. to put a dessert in here. Who knows? Anyway, we have questions. And so we're just going to ask as many as we feel like we want to. Mm-hmm. And we'll see. And I, okay. I, I cut these out a long time ago. So I have no recollection of what oh, these are. So do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. Okay, Beth. Oh, is this for you or is this for me? We're both going to answer, but. Okay. If you could bring a deceased person back to life for a day, who would it be? Oh, I would honestly like, okay, it'd be easy to be like, oh, I'm going to bring like somebody famous back. I honestly would bring my dad back and just try to get as much information out of him as possible. Mm -hmm. Just to like know and just to have like Mm -hmm. one more good dad hug and one more like you know, hear all his stories and like record them all and have more because we don't have a ton of recordings of my dad. And so, you know, just hearing his voice and stuff. So that's who I would bring back. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And if you have an answer that is not a loved one, (laughs) is a celebrity or whatever. (laughs) No, to be honest, the very first person that came to mind was Tony's dad Mm. because I never got to meet him. Oh, and he hasn't met any of Tony's kids, Mm -hmm. Tony's kids, which also are are mine. Uh, (laughs) I just think it would be so special to Mm -hmm. watch Mm -hmm. him interact with with Tony, with my husband and just like give him a huge like you just said, like the same thing, but like give him a big hug and just introduce him and just see that. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, I think that would just be so amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah. There, there's that Disney movie that came out. Did you watch it with yes. the ogres? Oh, with the, my with the legs? Yes. With the, the dad, dad comes back halfway. And I'm just like, I think that came out like early, like pandemic time in 2020. And I just remember watching it at home by myself crying. It was really good. But oh, it was just, we it totally was a lot. watching that too. Yeah. It was by good. we, I mean me and Tony. Yeah. The kids didn't cry, but no. we did. It was just so, it was so, it just meant a lot. And I don't know. I think there's yeah. something, it's. I mean, I'm kind of over people dying, but it's like, oh, this is a fact of life. And as you get older, it just happens more and more and more. Mm -hmm. I know. And then it's like not just your, you know, my dad died when I was just like 31, I think. Mm -hmm. So that's quote unquote young. Like I was one of the first of my friends to have a parent die. But then it just happened like more people's parents. It just was like it just started. And then it's like, oh, people my age are dying and. Yeah. I don't know. This That's, has gotten kind of gloomy. It so. is. But let me just say something about people our age and, you know, milestones, life events, yeah. things like that. People. Yeah. I had a friend tell me that her friend was going to two weddings in one day. And I was like, what in the world? Mm-hmm. I don't know when the last time was that I was at a wedding. Yeah. Because I've never I don't been know invited. anybody who's getting married. in that phase, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess now it'd be like the second time around, probably. But still, I have our not age. been. Mm, I mean, I've been at younger people's weddings like that are just starting off, but not anybody are my age. And I don't know how many years. I mean, years and years, years and years. I feel like I haven't been to a wedding. So I, I honestly thought that was, think like on it at a point, though, it's like, I mean, everybody, oh, I want to be a bride. Like I'm older. If I were to get married at this point, I would not have like a traditional big wedding. Like to me, that sounds horrible. If I was like, Jamie, um, you're going to get to wear a bridesmaid's dress. <laughs> Like, I just think that's so like, what? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I, I was just seeing today, there's like an article that came out about how this new wave of like bridezillas that are doing like financial terrorism because they're asking their bride, their bridesmaids to spend thousands of dollars at like oh bachelorette gosh. parties and bridal showers and on the big day. And Who are these people? I don't know. And it's like, they. I, I'm like, how are you so rich? And they're like, oh, they're not. They're spending on credit cards, you know? And I just, I can't imagine it. Like, yeah, that's hey, not good. Um, you need to spend $3,000 to be my bridesmaid. There was one lady, and I guess a trend now is like, you know, they like to do those like bridesmaid, like invitation packages, like be my bridesmaid. And they put like little tchotchkes together and a bottle of champagne I, and they give it I to you. I have not seen that. I mean, that sounds a little over the top. So they give you this big thing that's like, okay, you know, it's this big like invitation to be the bridesmaid. And then inside they'll have like a letter saying, here's like the financial obligation as you're deciding if you want to be my bridesmaid or not. And I'll list out like everything they're expected to pay for. And I'm just like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's kind of nice in a way to be like upfront about that so you can make an informed decision instead of being like, will you be my bridesmaid? And they're like, yes. And they're like, oh, but you know, like the the next week they're like, oh, this is what. I agree. But there's like also like if it's going to cost me thousands of dollars to be your bridesmaid and then you expect me to like give you a gift. Oh, and yeah. It's just like and yeah. these are young girls like a lot of these women are like. Do you think it's because they're watching these shows where everything is over the top where people who actually do have money are having these like weddings and I, events and week long bachelorette parties and all that kind of stuff and they want to like copy I think it? That it's like people are the center of their world right They're Like I'm the sun in my universe mm-hmm. and they're like this is my big once in a lifetime special occasion which I'm like well 50 percent in divorce so. <laughs> Probably 50 50 <laughs> shot, you're gonna have another one. Um, and they just get caught up in it, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this is my special day, and they want to have a Pinterest wedding. I saw this other one, sorry, weird tangent, but like it was a Reddit feed of like bridezilla type behavior. And this girl had like, um, she sent out an email to all her friends and her friends saying, like, okay, we're gonna have a dress code at the wedding, which, okay, like it's good to know what to wear because you don't wind up in like 
you know, underdressed, overdressed. But she had weight restrictions. Like as a woman, you could only weigh between 100 and 165, 60 pounds. That's fake. No, it happens all the time. How? What do you mean how? That she they says people those, can't go to their, her wedding if they don't fit. Like you can't be in the wedding party or you can't be in the picture. Yeah, that happened. I've seen that multiple what? times. Yeah. What if they're a friend? What if they're BFF? Does it fit? I've read Bridezilla stories where it's just like, they'll be like, well, you can't be in the wedding party because you're too big and you're not going to match because I they want a certain aesthetic oh, wow. for the pictures, you know, or they cut people out. I, it's just weird to me. Like, yeah, like. First of all, nobody cares about your pictures. Like 10 years from now, you're not going to care. And if you do, you're probably in a weird place in life. Like, you know what I mean? It's just (laughs) like, it's just strange. So anyway. Yep. Don't be a bridezilla, you dumb pooch. Okay. (laughs) If you were famous, what would you like to be known for? Ooh. Oh. That's a good one. I already know mine. You do? Because you like to think. Jamie's a thinker. I'm always like, I know exactly. I would love to be an author. Oh, like an like a not like not like a Twilight author or like a I mean, hello, who wouldn't want to be J.K. Rowling in the sense of like writing something great, although she has like very scandalous, horrible remarks about, you know, the trans community, which is awful. And I don't agree with I wouldn't want to be that level of recognition, but like enough to like pay the bills. Yeah. And that you would never really be recognized unless it was a super fan, but not like where you're going to get a stalker all a misery, you know, yeah. like yeah. It's just that kind of nice interim where it's like you do something you love. You put out great work and you just, sorry, I have to stop. My cat is being such a little hooch. Jamie and I are trying to have this beautiful conversation. <laughs> Fertelli has lost her damn mind. She's scratching up the- Yeah, I was wondering what that noise she's was. She's scratching the is she um, inside your closet? closet. No, she's scratching the closet because that's what she does when she's being ignored because I have a diva cat and whatever. So anyway, I'll be famous <laughs> for like having a cat that like- There you go. Kills me in my sleep. <laughs> oh anyway. my goodness. I hope not. Uh I I was thinking my first thought wasn't anything specific, but it was like, I want to be famous for something that made the world a better place. Like, oh my made gosh, it, of course. It, I mean, it's it, beautiful. Yeah. But, but that's what made me like, I don't know. Yeah. I solved some kind of worldwide problem, like. Yeah. War or hunger. Oh, wow. Or, You're going I don't big. Know. <laughs> Jamie's saving the world. There we go. I'm like, I would like to be semi-famous. Jamie's like, I want to make the world a better place. (laughs) No, but I I think that's what I'd want to be famous for. Yeah. But man, being, I don't know if I don't want to be famous. famous. I always said like, I would love to be well-respected in my industry. So like famous in my industry where it's like, well, no, be great reputation, but not where like a normal person on the street would like recognize and try to take a picture of me when I'm at like the yolks trying to pick up, you know, some sushi with no makeup and like looking haggard. I would agree with that. Yeah. Just no interest in me. I think to be famous. Okay. So I remember when I was a kid, I watched this television show show called Are You Afraid of the Dark? And it was on Nickelodeon. Uh It was amazing. So it was like these kids that told stories around the campfire that were all scary. And as a child, they're freaking terrifying, like the scariest things I've ever seen. But there was one where, and I'm sure this is like such horrible cultural appropriation, but um, there's a story about how this girl, like this camera would take part of your soul. And it was based on what they said was an old Native American legend that photographs took part of your soul or something like that right people believe that yeah I don't know if that's real or whatever but that ingrained in my brain and so I always thought like the amount of time 
and this is me as a child. So let's just say that I always just just like thought that like, oh, like I feel bad for celebrities because I think that they sell their souls and it's just a little bit at a time. And so many pictures are taken of them. Eventually, they just lose their soul. And I'm like, that's pretty deep for eight years old. You might (laughs) need to go to (laughs) counseling. But it just that always kind of stuck with me. And it's just like, what do you have to give up for that piece of fame? You know, Mm -hmm. and I think that that's the big thing. And I think people are willing to give up way too much nowadays Mm -hmm. and for fame or power or money. And it's just, I don't know. Well, it's so interesting to me how our culture and our society equates what the value of somebody's, what they do, like, and how what am I trying to say? Like, for example, sports yeah. and how much money people get paid to yeah. play a sport versus a teacher. A t- yes. Yeah. Or I was going to say a nurse. Yeah. And what they do day in and day out or a firefighter yeah. or, you know, there's uh, so many examples of people doing or, something that, in my opinion, is so much more valuable for mm-hmm. humanity. And yet yeah. it's just not recognized in the same way. At the same time, do I think athletes should be paid? Yes, absolutely. Like and celebrated and all of that. That's great. But like the millions and millions and millions and millions and millions it's, and millions of dollars for that versus like I know. It's, it's just it feels weird. weird. It's very weird. Well and it's well and a separate side note, it's like it's funny what we put value on, like how you can how you can use your body and sell your body and what's appropriate and not. Because if you look at like these athletes, they're selling their body, their skill set, right? Getting pummeled, like yeah. some of them irre- irre- Oh my gosh, I lost irreparably, my- irreparably. Sure, we're gonna go with that. Um, damage <laughs> and whatnot, but then other people sell themselves in different ways, and we make a big deal. It's just like this weird cluster that's yeah. way too much for our little podcast to go into. Yes, so let's, it is. Next, so next, next question. Next question. We keep it pretty tame here. Did you just... Oh, I asked. It's my turn. Okay. I'll put mine down. (laughs) Have you ever failed at something? No, never. Never. (laughs) I'm perfect. I fail every day. I I do fail. Yes. I'm I'm just going to leave that as my answer. Yes. Yes. Yes Remember? Yep. Yes. That is... I'm training someone right now. So I've been doing the job of like four people for a oh long time goodness. at work and we finally got someone in to like help with the bird lift the load type of thing and so I'm training this person and she's like the more I talk to her the more I'm like oh my gosh you're so much better than me like really? you know what I mean when you're just like I suck and then I had to it was so embarrassing but I'm transferring over all these like to-do lists and action items and stuff because I have to you know it's time and I'm realizing like, okay, so I'm like trying to tell her like, so I dropped the ball on this thing yeah. and this thing yeah. and I didn't do these three things. And I'm trying to be like, not, like, I'm not a horrible at my, I'm not horrible at my job, but I feel like such a failure of just well, like, and she's like, oh, it's okay. I'm like, dang it. I just look like a weirdo. That's like, I didn't do my job for six months. Here you go. When I want to be like, no, I was doing other stuff. Yeah, and like, you were. And like you said, you're doing four jobs. And most of the stuff got done. It's just, there was just some stragglers mm-hmm. and things that, uh, so anyway, I felt like a failure today. Mm. A big time. Uh, and lots That's of other too areas too, but whatever. You're, um, not, you're not a failure, Beth. No, most days I'm like overly confident in myself and my, <laughs> so I'm That's fine. Um, okay. Do you have a favorite childhood memory? Oh, Jamie doesn't remember her child. Jamie doesn't remember <laughs> Yes Tuesday. <laughs> it's a hard question. Yeah. Did anything even pop in your mind? Oh, I did have something pop in my mind, but it's probably not my favorite childhood memory, but whatever. It popped in my mind. So 
not long after we moved to Belize. So I was 11 when we moved. So I was probably around 12. Mm -hmm. I think it was in that first year that we had moved there. My family either rented or was gifted this week on a sailboat Oh, that came with a captain and a cook. And it was a 50 foot sailboat and my family and then my aunt and my cousins, her family were all on it together. And we were just out on the ocean. All I re- all I really remember about that week was snorkeling every day in crystal clear, beautiful, warm water. Mm. And it was absolutely amazing. It was like a whole new world that I had never experienced before that I absolutely, maybe that's why I love the ocean yeah. so I mean, much because that was very impactful to me. And core memory. It was. Yeah. And so that's all I really remember about it. I don't remember very much other than it was super fun and I loved it. So mm. there's mine. What about you? Um, As you're talking, I'm realizing, wow, I don't really have any memories like that. Mine are a lot around TV and food. Mm-hmm. So my grandparents used to babysit me when I was a kid. And like on Wednesdays or something, they met with like, they were all retired grandmas, you know. Mm-hmm. And so my grandma and grandpa, we'd go to this Roy Smorgasbord, which was a local buffet in the 80s. Uh-huh. And we would go and I would sit with all their senior friends Here's five-year-old or four-year-old me just with all the seniors. And I just would eat mashed potatoes. And then I would get self-serve ice cream. And it was the best day of my life. Like, I loved it. It was so good. That's awesome. I mean, I wish that my memory was, (laughs) you know, I was like, I wish I had a better, like, cool core memory. But it was. Oh, I'm sure you have some. No, nothing. That's (laughs) on a sailboat. It's very much like my dad took me to get a Slurpee. Okay. (laughs) It's a good day. (laughs) I watched Punky Brewster. Woo. (laughs) <laughs> so anyway all right uh, your okay. turn i thought i asked that did i not no nope. that you okay. that was me you can see how great my memory is i know it's like i'm dory if you have an infinite amount of money what would you do with it oh my gosh i love this game every time the powerball hits like 400 million dollars i just like lay in bed i'm like all right let's spend it <laughs> uh i first of all i obviously like I always do the thing like I'd give money to charity, all that stuff. Yeah. But when it gets to nitty gritty, I'd want to buy like a house for all of my family members. Uh-huh. I would want to pay off everybody's student loans and debt and buy everybody a new car. No, oh, just family. for my family and like my friends and their kids and stuff, like as many people as I could help. And then I would love to like set up um, basically like take enough money that I could live comfortably. And then, well, I know it's infinite, but I'm going to pretend like it's like a billion dollars, I would just want to give the rest away. Like it's been my life just giving money away and like making dreams happen and come true. Like setting a foundation where like scientists, because I didn't realize scientists have to like, well, at least where I'm at, they have to find their own funding. And so they're always Do trying they have to, to apply for grants and all that kind and, of stuff. Yep, and pro- like they write these wow. proposals and all, there's doesn't all this. doesn't seem fair. It doesn't. And I, so I love to have like my own, like, you know, like 50 not 50 I need way more than that but like 250 million dollars that I could just like sponsor different things and like just drive research it'd just be so cool like technology I don't know I would just I would just give it all away (laughs) but the very first thing I would do I would I mean this is my fantasy is to go to Sedona for a week (laughs) to a spa Yes. Which I keep talking about that, but that's would be my fantasy is just go to Sedona and have like every like thing pulled and, you know, just massages and skin treatments and oh my oh, gosh. Just pampered. You pampered. Would, mm-hmm. I would 
I would live in a spa. That's what I would do. And then I would just give the rest of the money away. Anyway, what would you do? Well, that sounds pretty darn great to me as well. So I'd probably copy you. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> Ditto. Got that one. <laughs> I, know. I would I would do a lot of traveling. Mm. I would do a lot of traveling and I would I think I would love to do like you said, make people's dreams come true, give it away. Mm-hmm. And I would probably find different causes that I could rally you support Mm -hmm. people that are doing amazing things in the Mm -hmm. world yeah it's just sad like it you know people joke yo money doesn't buy you happiness you know only rich people say that but it's just so sad like the how small of amount of money it really takes to like just change your life and make it so much easier I would totally buy you know I would do all that stuff buy houses and all that stuff I would certainly have a staff Oh, a butler, a butler. <laughs> I don't care about a butler. This I'm is getting so a funny. butler. Well, we had something along these lines conversation this weekend. And so I can't remember how it went, but it was like a cook, a housekeeper. And Tony said a butler. I was like, I don't need a butler. I can answer the door myself. I don't care about it. I don't know what a butler does other than that. Exactly. Because a butler manages all your stuff. Okay. Well, I don't know. Maybe I would want, want a butler. butler. I definitely want a housekeeper and I definitely want a chef. Yeah. The butler manages all of those things i want someone to exercise for me yeah (laughs) just kidding (laughs) oh no could you imagine though you could like all right i'm here to work out and they literally just lift your arms up and down for you and like (laughs) i don't think it works that way but it totally works that way and then they put those you know they have those things like the electrode type things they put on you like you know in la people go and do that where it just shakes your um, muscles it causes them to spasm so it's like it's the equivalent of doing ten thousand sit-ups Yes, please. Put me in the machine. <laughs> Give me my drink, you know. Oh. oh, I would get laser hair removal immediately. Yeah. See, I'm telling you, it doesn't take much. You know what I mean? Like a yes. lot of what has been said, you could have a housekeeper. You could have a cook. I guess. Yeah. How? For, for not that I, that's much. That's what I, what I trained my, I need to train my children for those No, purposes. you can totally hire someone. <laughs> okay. What is your definition of happiness? Definition of, ha- my definition of happiness Yes. Being content. Mm. That was what I was going to say, too. Being content with what you have mm-hmm. and and where where you're at in life, I guess. I don't know. It's kind of a I, I, maybe I would change my answer later. Having more thought, having no, have more time to think about con- it. Contentment is the first thing that came to my head is because happy is fleeting. But contentment, if you're content in your circumstances. Yeah, it, it's pretty powerful. Is anyway. that so? Ditto. You, you're going to ditto my I'm answer. I'm going to ditto you. Yeah. All right. What's your next one? Oh, this is along the same lines, but I don't think I like this question. You could change Describe it out. the happiest moment of your life thus far. Ooh. Okay. I think I got it. Do you? Okay. Um, I guess it's like, I think the times, honestly, that I've been happiest is working with my youth group. Yeah. And there's a few moments that I can think of, but it's just the times we've been sitting in our youth group room and the kids are just talking and they're coming up and chattering to me. And there's just all this like, and you can just feel the love and support. And it's just like, it's so wonderful. And I miss it dearly. And I still think I made a mistake, but that's okay. You do? Yeah. I don't think you've said that before to me. Yeah. I think I made a mistake. I just, I couldn't do the spiritual portion of it anymore. Like I couldn't do the religious teaching anymore because I was just, I've been in a place where it's just not... You're going through a process. Yeah, it's just not. And I don't feel like that's fair to bring kids that are so impressionable into like my journey of like going to the next level in faith and spirituality um, when they're just trying to figure out, yeah. you know, what Do this you is. Do you want to switch careers? Do you want to work with young people again? 
Um, I'm not going to switch careers because there's no money in that. But um, I definitely <laughs> want to work with students again. Like yeah. if I could go back, I probably would just like make it work. But I know it's not the right thing to do. So I've, I've been looking at other um, other organizations that are not um, where I'm teaching about God, yeah. uh, but that I could be impactful in student lives. But I, I miss them dearly. And that's like the moments I've been absolutely like the best version of myself. Huh. That is so cool. Yeah. I've had a lot. Of, I can't pick one. I can't pick one. Just the pick happiest moment Just of your it. life thus far. When you met Tony. That was it. No. <laughs> your face right now. Wow. <laughs> when I met him. Oh, my goodness gracious. When I met Tony. I know. I was relieved. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to have the hugest crush on him. And when I met him, I was like, oh, I'm not. <laughs> Poor Tony. You're welcome, Obviously, Tony. He it worked out. Me, it worked out. And I, we got married. And I love him dearly. But even one good one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's so many. I, I think I was really, really happy when my children were born. Mm-hmm. And I can't pick one of those moments. No, but you could just say I all would of say, it. Yeah. yeah, becoming a mom for me was mm-hmm. even. I mean, there's all kinds of moments in that process, but just yeah, I guess I don't know. Blah blah blah. Becoming oh, a mom. Okay, okay, that's super. <laughs> uh, I'm so happy. You're just really excited about that. Okay, this question feels a little bit more special. Okay, what makes you feel most vulnerable? So I have a harder time with vulnerability because I feel like I'm pretty transparent on the day to day. Yeah. Like I will tell somebody exactly how I'm feeling. Like I can express myself pretty well. Yeah. Like if people ask me a question, I can be open and like share like this is what I'm struggling with and whatever. But um, I don't know. There's just some moments that make me feel like super vulnerable. Like I guess it'd have to do more with maybe like being like a naked person in public. A, na- a naked person. <laughs> Yeah. Being naked in public? Yeah. That makes it, it's too, that's a lot for me. Like, and I don't like other people to be naked in public or me to meet. Like, I don't. Are want, you around people who are naked in public? Well, I was going to a gym and like a lot of people swam there. So they'd be like walking around naked. naked? Oh, in, oh, in, in the, the changing room. rooms. <laughs> and pool? no, no. But um, one time, oh my gosh, I was, so I was in, I was in South Korea and I went to a gym there and it's like, I very much stood out, right? Cause okay. I was the only person that looked like me. It's a very homogeneous uh, community that I was living in. And anyway, I'm trying to, ch- homogeneous. What did I say? <laughs> you said homogeneous. Isn't it homogeneous? I don't want to correct you, but I kind of do. Cause I, I think, think it's, it's homogeneous. What's homogeneous? I'm gonna have to Google. <laughs> I'm going to edit this out. And you if you're like, not, she's an idiot. I'm like, right. I think so. Okay. Anyway, it's that. And so, but I look very other. And a lot of times I'm other anyway. So I'm kind of used to it. But anyway, we're changing. And anyway, I, and I'm, tr- and people are getting naked. And it's very common there to be just more naked. Like, oh, they have like, if you ever go to like a Korean spa, they have these like um, bathhouses that you can go to. And like, everyone's just sitting around naked. naked and you get scrubbed. It's fun. It's supposed to be a good time. But I could never do that because I'm like, I, and it's probably because I've grown up being other. And just feeling like I stick out and then to have be sticking out and naked yeah. is too much yeah. for me. So anyway, but I'm there and I'm trying to avert my eyes because I'm like, I... But everywhere you're... <laughs> everywhere is just nakedness. <laughs> and I look over and I'm like, okay, this lady's not naked. And I'm not look over, but I'm trying to like change. And I'm like, okay, she, she has underwear on. She did not have underwear on. Oh, oh. <laughs> she did not have underwear on. So I was just like, okay. Did she just have a tan? She just had hair. Oh, oh. <laughs> So I was just like, oh, I didn't like that's that's and 
it just was something I had never ex- seen or experienced. And then be- this is why I can't be in those because then I'm like wanting to look and in- not investigate. Right, investigate but like, I'm just wait, like, is that really? Oh, can I touch it? Like, no. so. oh gosh, Beth. I didn't say that to her. But one time, this girl, we were at dance team camp, and she, and it wasn't like a creepy thing. It wasn't like dance team camp where everybody was like hooking up. It wasn't anything like that. But she shared that she that had a third nipple, and she's like, "Yeah, I have a third nipple." And I'm like, "What?" And so she showed it. And it was like a little nipple. I'm like. Ah. Without even where? Where it was, was right it? underneath her, like on her rib cage, like kind of under her boob, but like not where and she it was sh- a true nipple. Yeah, it looked like a little nipple, like a That's like so a little nipple. And she had a sports bra, and so she showed it. I'm like, oh my gosh! And I'm like, without even thinking, you know what I said? What'd you do? Oh, Can I, I touch it? <laughs> and she's like, I guess. And so I'm like. <laughs> poking this third nipple and then i'm like wait what are you second? doing is that quite the same as like a nor like a i mean it's uh, not a normal nipple uh, i was gonna say it's normal, not a but sexual just... nipple <laughs> and it was small was and it's, it's like a big mole and then usually you have to get them removed because they can become cancerous or whatever i don't know oh. but it was just like again that's why i don't i can't do it because i just want to poke and like do things <laughs> but not in like a sexual way i'm just like what's that you know <laughs> yeah oh that's your pubic hair <laughs> it's quite <laughs> bushy it's gracious yeah Whoa, what was the question? It was, uh, what makes you feel vulnerable? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I would have to agree with being naked in public. Yes, certainly. But that's not that's not an experience. I I don't have a lot of those experiences. You even had it been put in the position to be naked in public. Yeah, well, uh, I I wouldn't. (laughs) I, I mean, I had a gym membership and there were naked people, but it was more few and far between. Yeah. Well, there was one girl and she was blow drying her hair topless just in the, you know, as, yeah. in the uh, in front of the mirror yeah. where everyone's like putting on their makeup yes. and getting ready. And she's just like blow drying her hair, just totally topless. And I felt so uncomfortable. I was just like, I, I don't want to look at your boobs. Like, I, but I, I can't I, help it. I'm like, not like a pretty thing, but it's like you can't not notice. I'm like, yes. I'm sticking. I'm staring <laughs> for no other reason just because they're out. And I'm like, and what are they doing now? Look. And then I was <sighs> just. And she was like an instructor, so I was used oh my to gosh. seeing her frequently, oh and I was gosh. then That's seeing even her worse. boobs, and I just felt like I wanted to look away, but I was also just kind of like, why are you, why? Like, just put your shirt on. Yeah. I uh, don't know. Or your bra. It, it, anything. Rapitel. Anything other than nipples <laughs> out. Like. <laughs> I mean, she didn't have a problem, so whatever. That's I fine. I know. I'm not trying to and body I didn't shame. really have a problem. I just felt. Uncomfortable. I was, it was unexpected. Yes. It's just well, not part of our culture like, normally. It's, it's not part of our culture. Like mm-hmm. if I was in Europe, okay. Like right. nude beaches, whatever. Right. Like there's it makes such a difference because I will say that when I lived in Hawaii, I got so used to people's butt cheeks. Yeah. Because everyone wore these little dinky thongs and little, stuff. Bikinis. Yes, little G string bikinis, these little cheeky little yeah. string thingies all the time walking back and forth across the it, beach. It descent it de- I was totally desensitized yes. to it. And so it was just kind of normal i didn't it just it was like everyone's butt i mean because a little string at the top of your butt crack yeah doesn't it doesn't mean cover your butt yeah and so anyway i just got very used to that and so but we're not used to that here boobs have been so hyper sexualized yeah i mean parts have been so hyper sexualized in the states that it's like not even funny yeah um i'm trying to think about the question again uh so yeah certainly sharing your feelings yeah i guess no i you're very open too i feel like i'm pretty open and so you know i do a lot of enneagram well i did for a while i haven't recently 
a lot of Enneagram study and stuff. And so I always thought I was an eight, which mm-hmm. is like hates being vulnerable and all this stuff. But now I'm pretty convinced I'm a seven mm-hmm. and it fits me more mm. because I have never really felt had a problem. I don't think I've had a problem. Mm-hmm. It's funny, though, when you that. don't have that problem and you meet people that do have that problem because you're like, oh, this is a real problem for some people. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I'm not going to be completely vulnerable with just anybody, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't yeah. know. It's a I weird think, question. I know. I mean, it's not that weird, but, but it's, it's a hard it's more one. deep. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, I'm going to find a okay. surface one. We're going to do a few more and then. You're going to find a surface one? Yeah, no, we're going to find a deep one. I don't know what any of these are. It's going to be like, who do you want to murder? Okay, <laughs> too much. <laughs> okay, what do you think your life would be like in the next five years? Oh my gosh, I hope it's more exciting. If it is the same, I feel like it's going to be the same and be boring and I'm going to look up very depressed when I turn 50. That's kind of sad, but that's not five years. Uh, I mean, yeah, pretty much. No. You're 41. You're going to turn 42 this year. Yeah. So five years is 47. That's basically 50. Let's not rush. Okay. I know. I don't know. I'm I'm hoping that like it's better. Like I'm hoping that I find more peace in my life Mm -hmm. and like more purpose. And I always feel like I've lived in the same town. Like I, I grew up here. I moved away a few times. I've come back. I've been here now for 10 years and it feels like I'm always on the precipice of precipice. Mm-hmm. Now you have me questioning all my words, no, by the way. Um, <laughs> Sorry like, about oh, my that. My vocab is trash now. Um, but I'm always feeling like I'm just about ready to move or go somewhere. Like I never feel rooted here. Yeah. I always feel like I'm waiting for you to tell me when, like the, the or, like the next time I see you, you're going to be I'm like, gone. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I'm moving next week. But And it's like, it's weird because I'm connected to community here, but then I'm not. It's very odd. It's a weird way to live. And I just wish I could feel either make this my home for real or find a place where I feel at home to really put roots down and like yeah. feel at peace there. But yeah. I just, it hasn't happened yet. So I'm hoping that that's where I'm at. And then I find like someone cool to hang out with in life. Like, I don't even know if I really want to get married or like having kids. Obviously I'm older and it's still possible, which makes it, it's funny sometimes we're like, oh, you're not having kids. I'm like, I know people that are popping babies out at this age. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, mod- it's It can happen. Uh, but then a lot of times I'm like, that doesn't sound that fun. Cause, um, I was sitting here actually, I think it was last night and I was just like, what if you had a kid right now? They'd be crying and needing something. And instead you're just like, you know, reading a book, watching TikToks, like quiet in your house. Yeah. This is kind of amazing too. So I don't know, but I would, I would love to have a partner to do life with because I'm basically tired of like traveling by myself. Yeah. And because mainly because it's hard to take pictures. Um, (laughs) I've gone on many a trip where it's just like, oh, I had to ask a stranger to take a picture of me, yeah. you know, or do you ha- not have a selfie stick? Um, I do not have a selfie <laughs> stick. Plus, I had like a DS, uh, like a fancy camera. So oh. it wasn't like I was using my phone phone. I was actually at the Goonies um, 25th anniversary and I went to Astoria, Oregon by myself. When? Again, t- I don't know, a few years ago. And they have like a Goonies week week there every or weekend every year and it was like the 25th anniversary so I go and like they have all these like I got to meet Chunk and they just have all these events like you we watched the Goonies movie on the um, field where they're playing football and the opening scenes and you go on this tour there's just all this cool stuff yeah but I was one of the only people there that was solo and so it was uh-huh. just like, there's all these awkward moments where it's just like, oh, I'm I'm in the Goonies. Like I got to go inside the Goonies house. They were giving tours, which they don't do really that anymore. And like I was climbing the stairs to go in the attic and I had to ask somebody to take my picture. And of course she took it from a bad angle, but I couldn't be like, 
bitch, take my picture yeah. again. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. you can't be like that. So just stuff like that. And just, you know, yeah. like also I just, the fantasy of living with someone just to not pay a full mortgage. Yeah. Like what I could do in my life with two incomes, <laughs> like game over for travel yeah. and stuff, like game over. Like mama's getting upgrades right and left. Oh, I need a new iPad. I can buy it tomorrow. I don't have to save even for one day. Anyway, (laughs) that's what I'm hoping for in five years. I can just buy an iPad whenever I want. Yeah, yeah, I like that. (laughs) What about you? I like that. So we're in the thick of raising our kids right now. Mm -hmm. And my son is about to start high school. So, and my husband is in school, back to school. And he will graduate in about five years. Oh, wow. And so my oldest will have graduated high school. My husband will have graduated. And I feel like, well, we still have two more kids. And so I, right around that time is kind of when we may decide to go somewhere else, but it's going to depend on, on my other kids and if they want to or not kind of thing. So I have a feeling we will still be kind of in the same, same mode of mm-hmm. raising kids mm-hmm. um they'll all be in high school at that point or graduated and so i feel like my life will probably look pretty similar to it does to the but way it does right teenagers. now it's going to be a totally different but vibe it will be, yes oh absolutely a different vibe but i uh, but as far as i because i think of like where am i going to be in five years yeah you're going to be here i probably. think we'll be here yeah and that's kind of weird to say because we have moved so many times mm-hmm. and and um this isn't the top of my list of the places that I want to live, uh-huh. <laughs> which is partly why <laughs> it's exciting for my husband husband to be in school right now to be working towards a career that he can do from anywhere. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, five years from now, I think we'll be here. Ten years from now, girl, I probably on a beach. Yeah, like if I'm still here in ten years, my life has gone terribly wrong. <laughs> and I, if our podcast is still there, which I highly doubt, but you never know. Okay. What? You never know. You never know. True. Um, if we're here 10 years from now, I would be very proud of us, but I would feel very sad for me. I'm still <laughs> living depends. in an apartment, it uh, depends. working in the same job with my, my cat that's uh, geriatric at that point. <laughs> <laughs> just like, just sad. All right. This is going to be the last question. Okay. What would your theme song, uh, I'm sorry. What would be your theme song and why? So your life theme song, what would it be and why? <laughs> Oh, I'm thinking. Do you already know yours? I literally popped into my head. It's Invincible by Pat Benatar. And have I you ever like, heard it? I don't know. It's very like, the. I don't know. It's like, I can't think of the lyrics right now. I And my phone's far away. But it's like, basically, it's like, I remember the, the course is like, what are we fighting for? We've got the right to be angry. Like, just all this stuff. It's very, like, empowering. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's awesome. I don't know. I guess that's my theme song. I like it. Yeah, it's a lot <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. So the first song that popped into my head is not my first choice, but I'm going to tell you what it was. Okay. Girls just want to have fun. Perfect. That makes <laughs> complete sense. Yeah. That's the first song that popped into my head for whatever reason. Uh, and then the second song is, I th- I'm not sure what the title is it's alicia keys this mm-hmm. girl is on fire that one oh fire, yeah, yeah girl on fire is yeah that it's called i think it is uh i don't know if that's the one i would pick i don't want I to like be locked i don't want to are... be locked into this right now no, i need but time. both of the oh my gosh both of those are very jamie like they're very <laughs> yeah that makes sense 
Okay. All right. Well, we got a fighter and we got like somebody that's going to be free as a bird. Yes. That's a good time. Yeah. I like us. I think we're both cool. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, if you like us, if you think we're both cool, or even if you just think one of us is cool. (laughs) It's me. (laughs) you should uh what what should what should they do they well, should first like, of all you should follow us yes you should, on should, instagram on instagram at like this moon podcast you should definitely make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast so you get it downloaded every week mm-hmm. you'll get a little notification that says hey the girls are talking again and also don't call us girls we're women yeah. and then um thirdly if you if you like us at all you should totally just send this episode or one of your favorite episodes to your bestie to someone that you love that you think would enjoy the show yeah because guess what they probably have no idea we exist and you're gonna make their world so much better <laughs> Because of like, who are these girls? It's true. I want to be their friends. I'm so thankful I know this podcast now. Exactly. Because I have something to listen to when basically I have nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah. Or when I just want to zone out or just just feel like I'm hanging out with somebody even though I'm not. Yes. Right. Or, or honestly, like I listen to our podcast on repeat when I need to get stuff done. <laughs> like the, if that's you saw amazing. the number of plays that I have on our podcast, that's you'd be amazing. like, that's really embarrassing. And I'd be like. <laughs> shut up it's good stuff I make me laugh no you know what I listened to one of our episodes a while ago and I was laughing out loud and then I was like huh I really liked it it was I liked the end it was when you were telling me about Keanu Reeves and the oh crush gosh, you have yes. on him and then Keanu forever. you weren't expecting my response and yeah. so when I was like I don't like him at all you and then you were like I went shook, off and yeah. you went off. it was so fun to listen to that again yeah I have listened to that episode uh, no less than 15 times <laughs> So uh, feel free to listen to it again. <laughs> it's titled. You had a good title for that one. It's Keanu, called Keanu, Keanu forever. forever. Although I was like, how dare you? How hey, dare you title I, that? I'm the one that posted it. True. So I get to decide. True. You do all the posts. You have uh, all so the power. All the power is in the title of the name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like the spoon. Oh.